do we need to watch language? Oh, no. Okay. no. I was just yeah. curious. Let, let, Figured yeah. no, but no. Okay. I don't know if how you're, much if you're, a, if you're a, this is played in preschools. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a 13-year-old <laughs> listening to a beer podcast, you already got some issues, or you're the coolest 13-year-old ever. Either way. No, when my daughter's 13, she's going to be probably a better brewer. Yeah, she's two, but she'll be a better brewer than most people in the U.S. Yeah. We'll make sure of it. Yeah. Like she's gonna know her chemistry. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know what three mole is. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I just I just wanted to walk into a brewery and look across the bar and be like, I should have diastole rest. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Episode of Kentucky Commons Radio Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are joined by the owners of Louisville's newest brewery, Noble Funk. Um, you guys are, give me the, what's the address over there? It's 922 South 2nd Street. 922 South 2nd, in the old Kroger building, as people say, but it's been 10 years since it's been a great I can't wait for that to die. I, know. I can't, no. It closed. No, I, I honestly <laughs> love that because people know where it is. Exactly. That's the good yep. really? Yeah. Okay. Our marketing people are like, don't do that. Really? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But for the folks who haven't gotten to meet you guys yet, uh, you just want to say your names and then a uh, brief introduction of, you know, kind of what led you all down this strange path. Uh, I'm John Schrader, and this is my wife. I am Dominique Schrader, and uh, you want to do your three years ago speech? <laughs> yeah, do you have a good, Please. like, a brew elevator pitch or whatever? Uh, no, it actually is just a rant. <laughs> a hour-long rant. Yeah. rant. You like rants? Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> but no, actually, to be perfectly honest, um, yeah, I'm an engineer uh, out of Purdue. And uh, we were living in Chicago. We moved from here to Chicago after college. And um, I got cold. Yeah. yeah. And, you weren't uh, cold in Chicago? No, I said I got cold in oh, Chicago. Right. <laughs> after seven years, I was yeah. like, I'm good. And um, pretty much uh, I was trying to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. You know, we're young. Well, youngish. We were. We were young. Yeah, I know that feeling. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if we're going to be working every day for the rest of our lives, you might as well enjoy it. I right? agree. Yeah. So, uh you know, biomedical engineering really wasn't coming to Louisville, Kentucky anytime soon. So I got this kind of crazy idea, started homebrewing because uh, I was interested in it. That was fun. Yeah. Well, she hated it. <laughs> we did, had, did beer get you through residency or? Uh, there was. There was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad was homebrewing when I was like six years old and he would float. Yeah. yeah he would float old bottles in the bathtubs and yep. as a kid, you know of course child labor you gotta have the kids rip the labels off of you know everybody smells like bleach and it's you know it's a fun time um but that kind of imprinted on me and you know so uh and beer, bre- yeah bre- brewing <laughs> beer is engineering so yeah we we did a number of batches in our small one-bedroom apartment in chicago had some exploding bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Had those boil yeah. overs. Every time he would walk out, he'd be like, just don't let it boil over. Inevitably, it would. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. <laughs> That's what we always tell people in our classes is like an unwatched pot never boils, or a washed pot never boils, rather. But if you're brewing beer, an unwatched pot will absolutely boil <laughs> over. <laughs> it's like the law of the universe, I think. Will not absolutely. Fail. Yeah. Um, and so I think in 2012, 2013, I uh, went to Siebel, which is a uh, brewing school in Chicago. That's awesome. Been. Uh, you know, they've been training brewers for over a hundred years for a lot of the big guys. And yeah. More recently, they kind of did some craft stuff. So I, I got a 
bachelor's in brewing technology from there, went to um, Germany with part of their program, kind of learned a lot of stuff in Germany, met a lot of great people, and then uh, started trying to transitioning to doing this full time. That's awesome. And you guys really did, you know, go pretty big uh, for starting up. You know, you guys have a great facility well, over there. You know, we, we lived in Chicago after, or we, after we lived in Chicago, we moved to Florida and I worked in a lot of small you know, closet like breweries <laughs> on one and two barrel systems. We have a few of those in Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so when you when you when you when you brew in, you know, 105 degree Florida weather in a yeah. closet, <laughs> you kind of figure out what you want. And totally. What are nice things? If you're gonna spend the money, you know, mm. try to do it the best you can. Yeah, well you'll build a beautiful brew house back yeah. there. It's fantastic. And that building has just got a whole new lease on life at this point, which oh, is yeah. just fantastic. A lot more natural light, which yeah. is good. Um, we're trying to make this space very alive, which is important. So you want to walk us through kind of the development of Noble Funk as a brand? Where did the name come from? That's a question people are... A good friend of mine from um, Florida was using it for kombucha projects. Oh, okay. And, to, you know, he likes fermented things like kimchi and, and things like that. And so, you know, we had, we had gone over... A hundred names. Oh my god, that name discussion—it's like and yeah. nobody just the likes work. anything. Just, and yeah, the just worst. Yeah. yeah, because you know, there's eight thousand plus breweries. There's another eight thousand wineries. There's all these brands, and you don't want to cease and desist. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. Just, you know, and so you know, you just you start putting random things that don't mean anything together, <laughs> and then you you hope one you know just pops up. I think there's actually, if you Google it, a craft beer name generator. Yes. Oh, and like you just click through sure. it. Yeah. And I'm there's sure. like, there's like four different categories. And the more you click, the more it just randomizes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Not that that's what you did, but. Uh, well, but, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you know. That, that's how saturated yep. it is yes. as far as like you only have so many adjectives, descriptors, uh, yeah. yep. things. I mean, we have 1020. That's literally two numbers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, it's not, it's super random, but also it's two numbers. Well, you go simple like Butchertown and then you yeah. get a cease yeah. and desist letter too. So yeah. 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 And there's, yeah. A, there's a brewery now in Chicago called 1090. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like. Just, like, just start going down the list. You get to A1 brewery, A2 yeah. brewery. Yeah. It's um, like hurricane names or something. Yeah. something. And, and so you, you mentioned kombucha earlier. There's, there's a tie to kombucha as well in this, right? Mm, yeah. Wow. We yeah so we um we own Kentucky Kombucha. Mm -hmm. Um uh somebody who worked with my mom as a nurse uh got us in touch with the pre well previous owners but also our business partners still we kept them on as business partners. Uh they were moving to uh Hawaii to work on an organic fruit farm or fruit I know those farm. guys that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> That's awesome, they were actually. trying to kind of figure out what to do with the business. And they're like, oh, you know, do you want any kombucha stuff? And we're like, well, what, what do you got? They got scobies. They, well, they, got, they, they, had, they yes. lived in our dining they, room. They lived in our dining room for a long time. You lived in their dining room. Yes, yes. We shared a um, And, you know, I kind of got into kombucha. My friend who also did uh, came up with the name Noble, Noble Funk, um, he was into kombucha in Florida. So he would put all crazy, crazy Florida fruit, you know, jackfruit, rambutan, yeah. like all sorts of crazy things into his kombucha. And so at first I started drinking it. And it's like real hippie, real like muddy, you know, clear you But once he started refining it a little bit, it got clean. We started drinking it more and more. We liked it. And um, when they said, oh, do you want any of this stuff? We're like, well, what about the business? Mm. <laughs> And so, yeah, they, That's awesome. they sold us the business. Uh, it took a while to get back 
up and running, but then COVID happened. Yeah, COVID <laughs> happened. But to be honest, you know, we've been doing well with it. You know, we're rebuilding a following for it, you know, trying to ferment very clean, you know, with a brewing background, you want things to be clean and kombucha tends to be a little muddy. So yeah. we're trying, we try to, it, it drinks a little more like a soda now. Yeah, that's great. Highly carved, <clears throat> a little on the drier side, nice and crisp. So we're also really excited that some of the breweries in town are now putting in their tap rooms. Um, against the Grain is carrying in bottles, and they had it at their sandwich shop. And then um, 1020 just started putting okay. it on. Nice. So, um, yeah, there's there's been a few folks that are, are picking it up. So we really yeah, really West Six used that. to carry us um, a lot. Yeah, in Lexington. They did yeah, too. it's so, great to yeah. see just like other options at breweries yeah. too, especially yeah, if exactly. it is something yeah. like fermented right. and brewed. I mean, there's just as much art that goes into that stuff. So as we, there is and non-alcoholic. So I was gonna say we've been harping on the last few weeks. We all three of us did a valiant effort with dry january <laughs> hey and I, I, when this you is, all open yeah. when i came i wasn't drinking your beer yeah no offense. That's fine. i was hey, just, i was just fine. very yeah. hard staff on, on on like no Look, i'm only gonna drink and then you went to colorado and then i went to colorado the, last week and i was like all right well here we here we go um but no i, I appreciated the fact that you all had kombucha there i was like yeah. okay fantastic and actually we've been asked a lot for low uh, like non-alcoholic yeah really low alcoholic yeah. beers, beers recently yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll talk about that soon. Yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, so d describe your brewery, though. I mean, what is what does that space look like, the brewing operation space, and then also the, the tap room atmosphere? So um, she and I uh, kind of designed the brewery, the brewing space, the operation space. And her mother, who uh, is uh, in commercial real estate, had the idea for kind of the tap room and common area space. Um, the common area space is, you know, very clean lines, a little bit industrial chic mixed with Rainforest Cafe. Nice. Mm -hmm. So, like every, you know, every table yeah, comes with a salad on it is the joke that I <laughs> 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 The green wall pieces were sitting on yeah. tables for a while and she was like using it as decorations. Yeah, <laughs> so we're, like, yeah we, we, we've got astro astroturf tribbles yeah. floating <laughs> around. Uh, all sorts of weird, Just, you know, there's turtles week, and the bunnies are coming. I'm not going to tell you what that means, but you should come check it out. The bunnies are the coming. The bunnies are coming. Just to Noble Farm. Check it out. This summer. We have no idea. We have no idea. they will be here. That's awesome. So, um, I, I am intrigued. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is what we call a teaser. It is. <laughs> That's it what is. gives people in the dark. Um, tap room's about 13,000 square feet, give or take. We kind of spread everything. Luckily, being closed during COVID, we could kind of redesign things to be a little more efficient and yeah. friendly. So we're pretty well spread out. Yeah, that's really couches, nice. It's you know, massive. You know, well, compared to, you know, we wanted yeah. something smaller. I mean, <laughs> but the, the, the thing is, like you said, you don't have to anticipate spreading right. out. It's yeah. built it into the space. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge advantage. And um, anything you invest in that property over there too is just like right. so needed and yeah. whatnot. It, I think having a big community space at that neighborhood will be huge for well, university Spal students. Spalding's, yeah, Spalding's exactly. Been big on having a space that they can bring their students into. Yeah, that's great. So we're implement, you know, we're implementing a system with them so that they we can use their cards and their different things to kind of food, food, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's also, I mean, Spalding also for the longest time has had a lot of master's programs, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of night school. So we're, you know, we're looking, we're seeing those groups come in and. Those people are over 21, so of course they can have a few beers and talk about, you know, topics of the day. 
went to college in Lexington, and I, the year I left was the year that West Sixth and uh, Country Boy opened down oh there. Goodness. So man, I would have loved to have a good tap room. You're showing your age. So ten, yeah. so ten years ago, <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to go like be able to have a beer at a brewery like near campus or whatever. But uh, we've got to we've got to pause those down. And there. and what what about the brewing systems that you? Have? Uh, so we got our system from Deutsche out of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice. Push this, um, push great guys. Um, they. Oh, I believe I own a factory in China where they have they send their engineers and engineer their own systems. So That's the stainless awesome. is fantastic. Um, the space is about five thousand square feet, give or take. Um, we have room to grow, so we're looking yeah. to get up to five yeah. six thousand barrels. That's and, awesome! Um, wow, you know it's really wide open. I've I've worked in places where there's. Yeah, you said closets. I've worked in places where there's sinkholes. Yeah. So, you know, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you, when your drains kind of go into a sinkhole, you've got a real, real problem in a brewery. When your yeah. forklift gets stuck. That's not ideal. No, no, no. So I kind of, we, we kind of figured out what we didn't want. And then kind of Sink, no sinkholes. Yeah. No sinkholes. Drains. Yeah, new floor. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We, we cut a whole new pad, nice. like nice all stainless the, steel all drains. All those drains are stainless it's nice to be able to kind of start just with a yes. clean canvas, yes. basically. And the, and the Kroger to, gave us that, which yeah. was nice. Like, sure. The infrastructure was there. You know, the drainage was there. The, I mean, we had a 2000 amp service from 1980 that we're still. Oh, using. That's crazy. Oh, wow. That's phenomenal. I mean, rock star electric. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we had to change, but there was a lot of things that were, that were intrinsically already there that just made made us allowed us to build bigger and build for the future yeah cool speaking about things that were already there when you talk about like the university and everything um you know for the neighborhood this is like a new concept for kind of that area of town yep um and going into that space which was you know a grocery store a million years ago but like did you guys have any thoughts about like how going into because we always talk about how there's like some sort of congestion uh, around Louisville breweries mm-hmm. being in like, you know, downtown area. And now you guys are uh, every time one opens up outside of that little space, yeah, you kind of, it kind of, kind of, it kind of <laughs> connects bring, the dots. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. bring the legs out. So like you guys are enhancing this whole thing. So now you guys are like the next closest brew to like old Louisville. Yeah. Old Louisville. And, yeah. We, we connect old Louisville and atrium mm-hmm. yeah. to everything yeah. else. Right. And what's not, what's, what's nice is we've noticed, you know, younger, the younger crowd, and I mean, we're not super old, but we are in our thirties. Um, the younger crowd likes to jump around a lot. You know, yeah. her sister's, tw- you know, 20, 21. <laughs> um, and you know, they like to just go to different places mm-hmm. all the time. You know, my mm-hmm. sister's I think 27 and she's getting her, her master's. And you know, when, they, when she goes out she goes somewhere for a drink or two and then goes to the next place, yeah. and goes to the next place and goes to the next place. So as you said, being able to connect the dots and bring everything together, you know, allows, you know, I think Louisville to kind of have a more interconnected scene. So Louisville is a city of neighborhoods. Yep. Do you think that the trend for breweries is that there's no longer the neighborhood brewery, but rather the neighborhood brewery hopping of like, okay, we're going to go to this neighborhood and check out Gravely. And then we're going to go tomorrow to, to third turn and then, Back to old Louisville or, or Sobro. And you you all, having lived in Chicago and Florida, probably yeah. understand a yes. lot more about the, the neighborhood hopping. Yes, for sure. Like, hey, yeah. we can hit here, here, here. But yeah. Well, 
she she get she used to yell at me for that. So yeah, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no, it's it, it used to be like in Florida since you know. I, I brewed in Florida for five years and I, in South Florida, I knew almost everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you go somewhere and you see somebody and then, you know, there's a brewery, you know, four blocks away. So you go to that one yeah, yeah. and then you see somebody else and they say they're going to this other one. So then you drive a mile to go to the next one. <laughs> and then, you know, the next I thing you know, it's eight o'clock and you started, you started going out at, Two, like, (laughs) what's going on? Yeah. So, you know. It feels like Louisville's getting to that tipping point where we that's feasible to do just because there's so much stuff in a concentrated space. I think what's nice about Louisville is that a lot of the younger generation is moving farther in. Mm -hmm. They're coming back. Absolutely. And so that allows these spaces to be, to serve more community. Yeah. You know, and... I think people are looking to kind of share community. I think so too. So I, I think I think it, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. And the other thing is also the nice part of why we like Sobro. Um, a rent was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's 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 <laughs> yeah. be honest. Um, but also more importantly, um, there's just so much potential in the area. There's yeah. a lot of warehouse buildings, beautiful buildings that too. can fit and, and that have parking. parking I mean, yeah, yeah. we we are we are lucky to have a ton of parking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, we our kombucha our kombucha production facility is down the street from it's a block away from Atrium. On Shelby or Logan, on, on Logan. Yeah. 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 and you know. It's luckily Atrium just got a new, you know, bought the the lot right next to them. Little tire gonna, store. Yep. So they've got a little bit of parking. Oh, did that go through? I don't yes. even know. Yeah, yeah they're, they've already they're gutting it. They're yeah, gutting yeah, it. Yeah. They're putting it in their cooler. They're stirring some beer in our cooler. So, yeah. we, so we talked to them quite a bit. Oh, that's great. They're doing great. Um, but you know, I think as as young people start to realize, hey, this is a cool job, and people want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it, you know every neighborhood's going to have two or three, and they're going to be so interconnected. That's kind of my utopia for a little. Um, I, I moved down to the uh, Shelby Park neighborhood yep. around three years ago. Yep. Uh, you know, I knew Logan Street was in planning. I knew. Well, I actually had no idea about Atrium. Um, yeah, they 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 kept it quiet. They did. They did. Despite being, I worked like, with Spencer, and he was very quiet about yes. things. Yeah, <laughs> despite being very good friends with uh, some key players there, uh, it was definitely kept under wraps. But you you look and like things have expanded east, and that's kind of all done. And like the only way is to go west and south, yeah. and so. Yeah. Um, or to reimagine spaces. 100%. You know, the, oh, 100%. The, the, the other thing that, that's Look at Nulu seven years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness, yeah. Well, her, her mom had buildings in Nulu since like the 90s when people were getting shot and mm-hmm. it was rough. Yeah. So we used know, to go play pool at Bank Shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Down there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mom's office is right Not where we should have been. We, yeah. we lived down there for three yeah. years. We, yeah. know, you know, we know all so about totally, it. Yeah. And new, I mean, Nulu's. Nulu's fun, but, you know, people getting priced out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. R.I.P. So, Louisville Beer yeah. Store. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, you know, in theory, they are reopening right right there next to Grail. The, the yeah. Grail Goods. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's just, like you say, it's great to see, yeah, because everything comes in cycles and everything comes in waves. And, you know, Bardstown Road was the big main mm-hmm. corridor yeah. when I was a kid. 
Um, and then I guess, you know, after that, Frankfurt Avenue had a little bit of a renaissance yep, and then it seemed like it moved into New Lou. Yep, I love Frankfurt Avenue. Yeah, me too. Yes. We would hang all out there all the time as well. Great. And then the past few yeah. years, like Germantown, Schnitzelberg yep. has been booming. And then yep. like now it seems like that's kind of Shelby Park. Yeah. Old Louisville. So a lot of good spaces. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens. And, you know, it's funny though, because we've, we've just described places that are within two miles of each other. Right. right. And there's no, there's no way that this place is going to be saturated until there are multiple breweries in Shively and PRP. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's so right. much potential still. Yes. Sure. But the other thing, I think what's more important than anything is the distribution model has changed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, especially mm -hmm. in the last six months. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, here, especially, you know, I was in Chicago, you know, in, you know, 20, you know, 2010 to 2014, 2015. And I mean, there were 90 breweries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So it was, I mean, it was more how, you know, yeah, they did distribution, but it's how much beer can you sell over your counter? Yeah. When we went to Florida, it was kind of flipped. It, it went, you know, how much big distribution, you know, mm -hmm. are you going to the big AB house and, you know, how much, you know, how much funky Buddha can you push? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, how, you know, and, and then, you know, and since, you know, the AB house is pushing funky Buddha, all these other brands are trying to get in, get in, get in, get in. And, <laughs> The, the distribution model has changed. There's so many brands, there's so many breweries that realistically, you know, now people are going to the source. Yeah. And so now we, we can, like, I've met so many homebrewers who want to start a brewery and they're looking at 20 barrel systems. Have you ever met a homebrewer that wants to start a brewery, John? <laughs> Have you ever met one that doesn't? Right. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've, well, I've met like two that don't because they're, either they have good jobs yeah, right. or they realize how much it's going to cost. They're not masochists. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm in the minority. Of, like, so, I, right. I've made beer. I know that other people can do it better and I'd much rather pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so does Noble Funk have any plans for, for distribution or, or even maybe packaging for retail over the counter? So we've got a crowler machine, Crowler. which is a step in the right direction. Um, I I need to find another two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a canning line, line at some yeah. point. Yeah. You know, oh, that uh, should be no problem. So, yeah. so I mean, let me just—I mean, you, you, you do have the space for it. Yes. So the next step is—is is well, that something that you're interested in doing? And we bought. So I, we are, we have an extra room that I'm storing all my grain in right now. That was originally. Uh, going to be a sour cask room. Nice. We were going to, I was going to buy like three or four, four photos and kind of do all that. No, I'd like you to do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe we will. We didn't have the kombucha yeah. space at that point. That's true. So I'd rather ferment all that stuff in my kombucha in space yeah. that's already, already sour. Yeah. Right. Fair. Right? Fair. 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 Then we'll do some sour. You know, <laughs> but the room itself actually lends, lends itself Damn. real nicely for canning line. And I already kind of bought a 15 barrel bright that's sitting in there <laughs> empty. That was going to be four sours. Yeah, just buying it for canned beer. Heck yeah. So awesome. we're going to move in that direction. Um, how fast we move, I don't know. I mean, you just you know, opened like we a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to answer I'm that like, question. I'm like, God, I, I, <laughs> She's like, how much is this going to cost me? <laughs> I got to pay these bills right now. Right. Um, yeah, we're just trying to sell enough beer to pay our staff pay a living staff, wage. Pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's, I guess it kind of goes back to my question earlier about the neighborhood brewery mm -hmm. and whatnot. I guess it's like, okay, if you open up in Louisville right now, is your mindset and mentality, we got to get to Kroger shelves. Absolutely not. Okay. So not even close. Exactly. So it's the idea of neighborhood brewery, but also one that packages for consumers to mm -hmm. take to go. Yeah, absolutely. Or bars, sure. restaurants, yeah. or self-distro, self-distro. Yeah. Self yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, you know, I, 
I think anybody who gets into the game now has to be multifaceted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, have to be able to adapt. Right. And, and if the last two years taught us anything, yeah, yeah. adaptation is key. You know, and you have to you have to build... You, I mean, the brewery that I worked at, one of the breweries I worked at in Florida just closed its doors. Wow. Well, I mean, not entirely. He is no longer producing beer. He is now contracting his brews for somebody else. But basically, his lease went up and they jacked his rent right. up and he just wasn't seeing the sales for it. Yeah, yeah I hate to see that. And, yeah. Well, it's yes and no. It's, yeah, you've heard that more and more these days. But the thing is, though, you know, survival of fittest, you got you to have a good business model. You can't make too many enemies. Yeah. yeah. But the, the the passion, you know, is like any passion project. I'm just a diehard. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll bleed oh, yeah. out for that. <laughs> so, like, you know. I get it. You say that and like, oh, well, they're contracting. I'm like, oh, well, it's gone. The yes. passion's no, out. It's done. It's, it's done. done. It's over. That's a label on a can, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing see. is, you know, even in, when you're contract, I mean, some brewers are there, every, you know, on a regular basis tasting their product. Right. A lot aren't. Yeah, there's that absentee owner phenomenon. Well, there's like geographic restrictions too. Like there's breweries in Louisville that contract out of Ohio. Sure. Sure. Like it makes sense economically and everything, but like, are you going to send a brewer up twice a week to go taste that? I mean, I I would. I'm sure. As an owner, I should. would drive. Yeah. As an owner, I would yeah. drive. Sure. I'm not saying anyone is or isn't for the I mean, clarity. No, no, no. Of course, of course. But, but uh, I mean, but if it were me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going up to taste the beer. And she'd be like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so that, that's what we call an ulterior motive. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Business trip. Like, do you, like, you want to take the two-year-olds with you? Yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati has a lot of good restaurants, you know. Got a Hopper House. Great exactly. restaurant. I would exactly. be Mecklenburg in Garden. the car. Let me tell you. Yeah. Mecklenburg is awesome. Awesome. Oh, man. I went to a, a, I mean, I nerd out over Stein Collecting. Yep. We used to have Stein Collector meetings there. Nice. Yeah. That's, oh, geez, that's a really weird uh, <laughs> Michael Moore statement right there. Yeah. All right. Hey, do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> no judgment. Did you drink beer foam but, out of your stomach? Just, just to be clear, it is it is the German American Club, but indoors. Right. Yeah. It is yeah. huge. Yeah. And there's also a good Bengals watch party bar. Shout out to Bengals playing for the AFC Championships this Sunday. <laughs> Which is surprising, you know. We yeah. did get the Bengals game on last last weekend, nice. which yeah. was like a little tense there for yeah, a we, 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 get a, we get a lot of calls. Do you guys have the games? And I'm so oh terrified. God, no. I'm so I terrified. That my my TV's gonna go out we and have, like, yeah. we're gonna have people burning down the building. By, by the time this podcast comes out, we will know whether or not the Bengals have won or lost in advance of the Super Bowls. That's scary to me. Yeah. Don't want to talk about that anymore. All right. So <laughs> it's steps to opening a brewery or um, one, buy tanks, two, brew beer, three, make sure make the sure games are football. on. Three, yeah. three, three, talk to direct TV for Red Zone. I'll <laughs> tell you my, my two biggest questions are can you have dogs inside and do you have the games? And I'm like, yep. We can't have dogs inside because we have food, but they can come outside when we're open outside. And we're we're, but, yeah. we're we're trying to figure out if we can sequester a space and lock it down in a way that is dog friendly. It's we hard. Have, we yeah. have, the health right. Inside right. is not is not a thing that we're we have two now. dogs, but and, you know we want to bring be able to bring them in. But, totally, but, yeah. I think Noble Funk. We have the games is probably a decent <laughs> <laughs> way. Just, just put that on Instagram. Like, the games the are buddies. here. And, yeah. and the that's it. That's the, the tweet. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're basically Arby's now. Inbees, inbees, nihilist Noble Funk. Yeah, Well, that's awesome, guys. Thank you all so much for taking the time. If anybody hasn't, anybody listening hasn't taken the time to go visit noble funk go pay you guys a visit you guys are open most days of the week right uh 
have four days right now, yeah. but we will be opening Sundays soon. Right now we're just doing Wednesday through Saturdays, four yeah. to 10, and we're going to sort of ramp up slowly. And then maybe one day we'll have lunch because our pizza guys are doing great. Shout out to the that. food. We yeah. did not talk about the food, yes. but it is pizza. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, Shout out to our chefs. They're doing fabulous. Yeah, so the really excited. dough they use. They're making it money. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Money. Yeah. Our, so, our, our chef, Brian, has been doing pizza for a very long time. Mm-hmm. He started a, or he opened one of the pizza joints in uh, Germantown. Oh, nice. That cannot be named. Shall not be named. The Voldemort of pizza. Oh, sorry. Pizza. I should say that. The Voldemort pizza joint in uh, Germantown. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, we just, for us, it's, you know, can we make it better? Little 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 touches. Tonight we have a beef stroganoff pizza, and we'll have it all oh, weekend. Wow. Nice. I saw that um, when I walked in there earlier. Yeah. I love yeah, novelty pizzas. We we are doing um, Chinese Chinese New Year's next week. Yeah. Yeah. So I we got some I, Chinese heritage in the family. Yeah. So. I did a lychee blonde today. Oh, that'll be great. Um, so that's gonna get interesting. Um, oh, but that was, then, did you do the fruit, or did you get a puree? Oh no no I. Went to I went to Vietnam nice. and bought two cases of lye cheese <laughs> and then just blended them up. <laughs> oh yeah, That's chopped awesome. them and went crazy and then threw them in a brink. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it tastes good. I can't wait but to try that. It's yeah. it's hey, it's a one off. We'll it see won't what be happens. January anymore, so yeah. you can drink. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, obviously, so <laughs> we are going to have a uh, what's it called? Crab ragoon pizza. Oh wow! Oh man! Asian rice noodle salad and we're. They're getting a little wild. We'll see what happens. You know, we're we're talking about a a, for the vegetarians a mapo tofu. Um, that sounds pizza amazing too. Oh my god! With flash, yeah. flash, flash fried tofu on it. We'll see what yeah. happens. Maybe a little spicy. My you mouth know. is literally watering right now. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. So you know, well, congratulations on your success. And I know it's been. Cheers. I mean, opening a brewery in normal times yeah. is tough, and you guys have certainly been through the ringer. Thank you. Oh yeah, we've been doing this for. It's been a while. Years. Yeah. Well, we've been. It's it's been, it's in, been planning in planning for ten planning years. For a long, That's yeah, I kept had it kept having to check that box. Brewery and planning. It's been yeah. a long time of doing that. Yeah, so. Dominic, I feel like I've bothered you on LinkedIn or oh, email. Oh yeah, like I know. Every Michael's other week like for so. Last two years. <laughs> <laughs> When's it happening? Hey. <laughs> That's the number one question. Oh, like, God, when I are you opening? When are you opening? When are you opening? I, I well, kept telling my friends, like, I promise, we really are opening a brewery. Like, it's not a lie. And things were happening every week, but like. With COVID, when you know two by fours went to nine dollars a exactly. piece. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, plywood, plywood was like seventy dollars a sheet. Yep. You're like, what is going on? Do you need plywood to open a brewery? A little bit, more than you think. <laughs> I don't know. I've never opened one. I have no idea. <laughs> Got to frame stuff out. Kinda... Where do you think that bar comes from? Yeah. Concrete. You all have a concrete bar, don't you? What do you think the concrete's on? <laughs> Why are you asking these questions? I'm not an industrial design engineer. But yeah, no, that's just another wrench in the spokes that just is like, ugh. But to be honest, you know, we, one thing we are very happy that we weren't open before. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, that's the most heartbreaking thing is that a lot of places staffed up, were staffed up heavy and then had to lay a bunch of people off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just finding your legs, just getting it going and it just all gets kicked out from under And so, like, at least with, like, being not open during COVID, we crafted our model to be as lean as possible. Yep. You know, everybody asks, are you hiring brewers? And I said, well, I'm actually doing almost all of the work as long as possible. Yeah, that's my philosophy. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) And then I got to train somebody who hopefully has an idea what the hell they're doing. And they're, you know. It's your baby too. It's hard to like, yeah. Yeah. 
I give, sure it, I give it three months. You're going <laughs> to. <laughs> We've already got the, some of the staff are helping out a little bit. Yeah, they're, right? yeah, they're, they're helping clean tanks, but yeah. Uh, yeah. it's still like, you know, they still don't quite get it. So, you know. <laughs> well, it's got a great just community of brewers coming absolutely. up too. Yeah. So like absolutely. home brewers who want to, you know, work part time cleaning kegs and kind of learning their systems and stuff. And then they'll go on to open up their brewery in 10 years and stuff. That's how the community grows. And I know we're trying to wrap this up right now. Oh, but what I do really appreciate, though, is that. Prematurely called it. You did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. We were talking. Yeah. <laughs> we're, still, yeah, we're still drinking. We're still here. The rest Come. of us are talking. So one thing that I, I'm really finding interesting. Try this. Um, yeah, yeah. Try, try, try this beer that we're opening right it's now. A one good. thing I'm finding interesting is that, you know, Louisville, we're growing, we're emerging, we're making strides, and historically we were pretty cool. Uh, but <laughs> I don't is know. Is that the story? That's no, there were like hundreds yeah, of breweries. Yeah. Historically, they were awesome. Yeah. Like there, were, there were like six breweries per neighborhood. Yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. granted there are only like six neighborhoods, so right. there's like a hundred breweries <laughs> per you know six neighborhoods. All right, but but now finally, okay, we have twenty plus breweries yeah, in, in, yeah. in the city in the in metro. It's cool now that after so many time or after so many years, they're starting to train people. Yeah, and those, oh, yep. then these assistant brewers are finally going off to start yes. their own. Gym. So we're starting to get that not in the same way, but the ancestry line that you see oh, yeah. Kentucky bourbon it's huge sure that you see like oh this person yep. used to work here they're right. connected yeah. this brewery and it goes down the line we're now I want to say a couple generations quote unquote yeah I out. completely agree and, and I mean like you see that in Chicago mm-hmm. huge you see it you in know? Lexington even yes. from the Alltech influence yep. like, that oh, that's why they move so quickly you know yeah, absolutely and so like yeah I think and I'll key in that also diversity has yes. like pe- like not peaked that's the wrong word for it but it is steadily steadily risen over the last three years of like you know just getting other people involved and Mm -hmm. interested in the scene and you know enveloped in it and that's so cool and not just in louisville but in in kentucky in general and you know shout out to the guild for having like a a dni initiative happening finally and and that not that's just to say that that's finally the brewing space that we're in like people are finally able to think about it it's kind of come into a maturity or at least in adolescence, of yeah. like us being like an actual player. Well, right. Kentucky being like a, you know, historically like late. Well, yeah, exactly. Everything exactly. Else. Like, I feel like we're well, I mean, to be honest, Alabama didn't have homebrew until like 2015. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean. Well, they did. It was just in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Completely illegal. You're right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> can can I ask uh, for both of you? You can ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will ask. We may not answer. <laughs> for, for, for both of you, are, are there any breweries that come to mind that inspire you for your current venture with Noble Funk? Absolutely. 100%. Um, to be honest, I get more inspired by local community than I do by the big guys. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, we all grew up drinking, you know, I grew up drinking craft beer, you know, when I, when I was old enough to drink. Um, what what was craft beer at that time? So, <laughs> so, so you, you led into so it. To be honest, so David is twelve. By yeah, way. I'm, I'm five. Okay, so <laughs> you know, I'm early thirties, and I'm, when I, I am was thirty, right, when I was becoming around, we you know, the same beer. when I was coming around eighteen to twenty, my parents started getting into Belgian beer, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of. I do and not so, have that same story. And so, what happened was, you know, my parents would go to Belgium every year with Sergio. Oh and, yeah, 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 and drink beer. So they brought brought us along, and legal, you know, luckily yeah. the legal age uh, in Europe is considerably lower. No, but the first time we went, we were legal. The first time I went, so you all went on we Sergio legal. trips. One, I, I, oh. I, I we went on a couple. Of <laughs> 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 podcast then. I was like, 
I was like, Let's no, just I'm, say no, it's I an interesting experience. How, how, yeah, how it's fantastic. Fed. It's fabulous. It's Unreal. Great. It's really cool. Danny? Danny's Danny. phenomenal. And the thing is, the best part about being there is he goes through boxes of unlabeled bottles. He's like, I don't know what I put in this one. And he just <laughs> opens it up. <laughs> and some of, them, some of them are the worst things you I mean, it's basic, like... But the thing is, that conditioned me before we moved to Chicago to actually enjoy Malort. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he puts weird ass crap in his beer, but it's good. And then some of them are phenomenal. Um, I met Urbane from Destruza. Oh, he was fantastic. He was I, hilarious. Six times. He never remem- remembers me because we get so <laughs> wasted every single time. Okay, okay next, so for future He remembers my wife, though. No, 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 no. He came to Louisville, and, like, I saw him, and I was, like, wearing a big hat or something at one of the beer festivals. He was like, oh, hello. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, remember that time? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you probably don't. <laughs> so for <laughs> future reference, we're opening every podcast interview with, have you been to Belgium? Yeah. Because yeah, then yeah, that's yeah, going to turn this conversation to a completely yeah. different um, He's like, oh, yeah, I went with Sergio. <laughs> yeah. But that's fantastic. the thing. You start, you start drinking different things you start drinking craft beer across Europe that's yeah. like this growing movement you know and that's that's the hard thing about being in college is you know everybody wants to drink Bud Light and yep. Keystone and you know we're sitting there with three Floyds you know my, one of my one of my best friends what is from is a, is a Floyd is a Floyd well no no <laughs> lived, lived in you know Maryville Sherville so we had I mean we had Dark Lord every year mm-hmm. for I mean, we had verticals of Dark Lord. I mean, that we were just, you know, chugging because, you know, why not? You could. Very good soy sauce. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was what we were back in the day. We couldn't get, yeah. I mean, couldn't even yep. probably find a Hefeweizen in Lexington at that time. Right. So it's like, you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, again, you know, what's, I'm, ex- so the breweries that inspire me locally. I mean, we saw Nick from uh, GB. He mm-hmm. came in today. Phenomenal guy. Um, Larry from 1020 is awesome. He's great. You know, um, we saw Joel yesterday. He was, great. you know, he came in, um, just met, met, met the scout and scholar guys. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. So great. cool. Yeah. Um, we talked about Florida because he's a Florida guy. <laughs> he's yeah, from yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, one that I'm super excited about is shipping port. Yeah. She's That's so great. good. Yep. yep. And, you know, I just want to root for her. I want her, I want her to have a system so that she can just rock it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I know contracting is hard. Yeah. Uh, and their, their situation was like all good to go. And yeah. then, like you said, it was like COVID and yep. just kind yeah, of like changes. decisions had to be adapted. But the thing is she's still putting beer out and she got open. Like, she's got, you know, and she's got yeah. cool, she's fun space. It's comfortable. We like yeah. it. Yep. It's one of my favorite lunch spots yep. in the city yeah. because you can get in out beer, yep. 10 bucks and done. And it's good for the city and not yep. to knock anybody that's opened up within a, you know, a half mile radius of new. I don't mean that, but that part of city is underdeveloped and mm-hmm. for them to get a brewery in portland is oh, oh, yeah. so important yep. for everybody yep. even if you don't drink beer and you yep. don't even know shipping port exists that opening there six months ago or whatever it's been so important yeah, yeah. well but it's also it's great to have somebody you know i don't want to hark on it and i don't want to be that guy but it's great to have somebody who knows how to make Beer. 100%. Are you standing, Amelia, right now? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I'll stand, Amelia. <laughs> I will too, actually. I, you know, she is. She's good. She is mm-hmm. very good. And that's she really cares that's too. what we need. You know, the thing the thing that I'm most excited about. You know, I mean, Atri- Spencer at Atrium, great yep. beer. You know, um, the guys at um, Chimera, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody has been so great. And the thing I like about Louisville more than anything. 
and something I couldn't say in Chicago was that everybody makes at least one to two to three good beers. Right. You know, some things aren't my taste. Some things aren't my style. But everybody makes something that's good. Yeah. And that's important. It is super important because, like, when people come out of town and they talk to me, not that I'm any kind of authority, I'm just, yep. I'm around, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're at. You exist. You look like you, should, you would know about authority. Yeah, yeah, you're, 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 authority. You're, authority. No. you're on the spectrum. No. <laughs> Thank you. That's a callback. I'm here um, and I'm here. Just, but anyway, someone will say, like, what's your favorite brewery? And I'm like, and for what? Yes. Yeah, right. And they're like, what do you mean for what? And I'm like, what do you want to drink? What would you like to have? I can recommend things based on this or this, like, right. and and that's kind of the way I view it because I don't I don't see one one brewery to rule them all, you right. know, like, and that's just not how anything works. Right. I would like to add a category to that though, and that is best brewery for putting greens. I think <laughs> so far, so far, that's amazing. Winners, winners. So, <laughs> so and far, and for wooden alligators. Yeah. <laughs> that, I did, I did and we'll see what happens with the body. I mean, we might get a full miniature golf. Set up with these bunnies. We all oh, know yeah. that. She won't tell us. I've, I've done bunny she, golf. Okay. Yeah. So, so when I told someone about the putting green, they said they have mini golf. And I said, no, they have a putting green. They said, mini golf would be really cool. I'm yeah, so yeah. happy that they have mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's well, a putting green. They said, I can't wait no, to do really, mini golf at Noble Fun. Mini golf and laser tag. We're going to figure mom, it out. Right? My mom was like, in the and because we have this like we'll 5,500 square feet. <laughs> area and she was like looking up these places that did like indoor mini golf and she was like that would be super cool i don't think we have the space for that but, <laughs> i think you have the space well it'll uh, yeah, we'll we, figure it out yeah. <laughs> i went to a place in, in denver over the last weekend called urban putt putt and it was literally just an old old spaghetti factory that was converted to an inside putt putt course That's awesome. That's amazing. it was 18 holes it was incredible beautiful so it's also an old spaghetti factory. Also, yeah. old spaghetti factory. They still have the trolley. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, those That's buildings are usually cool. Yeah. It's yeah, like, do, when you get a hole in one, do you get a Spumoni? Or yeah, right. That sounds cool. Oh, 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 that would be great. Oh. All right. Well, anyway. I think that's well, all actually, we have. No, well, actually, one, one thing I did want to say was, you know, coupled with everything that we've already said, I'm really excited for the next, like, wave of brewers to come in. Me too. Yes. You know, yep. I think the more knowledge that we have in this space, the more we can walk people through it and make it less scary. Because 100%. The diff you know, you know, I started on igloo cool, you know, the big 10-gallon igloo coolers yeah. with false <laughs> bottom and all that jazz. Yep. You know, and ext you know, extract in a pot and things like that. And the thing is... You know, a lot of people start looking at big systems and big price tags. And realistically, you don't need that to yeah. make good beer. You just need to want to make good beer, have, you know, an okay palate, and be able to learn and communicate. Yep. And so the more people we get here that know what the hell's going on, the more good beer we get to enjoy. Yeah, I completely agree. How do we do that? Education, conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Letting people, get, be, letting people be able to experience like the brew, brewery the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Yeah. Tours, yeah. tours are, yeah. And, but the thing is, you know, because you'll, you'll always have somebody come on a tour and they'll be like, well, what's this? What's mm -hmm. this? What's this? And, you know, and, and they know a little bit about beer. You know, they, they may brew on a pot, you know, a pot system. And then you get the guys who are, you know, building their psycho brew systems. Then they're, you know, getting one barrel scout tanks uh, systems and things like that. And they're all looking at 20 barrel systems. And yeah. you're like, you don't need that. You just need to, you need to make beer regularly. Yep. Mm -hmm. Figure out what you like, figure, focus on consistency, learn about yeast and all learn that Learn about recipes. Stuff. Yep. Because, you know, homebrew recipes are so much more complex than 
you know, normal brewery recipes. That's, I mean, that was the nice thing about Belgium is that, you know, I started coming back and trying to homebrew and, you know, a homebrew recipe for a Belgian quad has 40 ingredients. Right. But they're so laissez-faire about it. They're like, oh, just some of this and right. some of that. And they're but, like, we know where it's going to end up at. Right. And then, and then, cobwebs next to it? Yeah. And, yeah. And then you go, and then you go to Belgium and they're like, oh yeah, we use two malts. Yeah. And this sugar that comes yeah. in this drum. Well, it's, almost, yeah. it's almost over-engineered for right. homebrew status. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, the homebrewers are using, you know, you know, two specs of this yeah. and two uh-huh. specs of that and to try and build flavor. And I like, can always tell when somebody comes in with one of Nick Lander's Gordon Beer's recipes because mm-hmm. they'll always ask him and he'll put it through his beer smith and he'll, you know, print out a five-gallon version. It's like point zero 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 three grams <laughs> of, and I'm like, are you serious? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But hey, but hey exactly. at least they're asking. And they're learning. And, and yeah. the thing is, I mean, He's he's an interesting guy, but the beers that he likes to make, he makes well. Yeah, I phenomenal. Agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, is he going to make you hazy IPAs all the time? Absolutely not. And if he does, he's going to complain like the he's entire time. About it, yeah. <laughs> well, he might he might have a stroke, and you never know. I've always said the biggest problem about drinking his beers is the parking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it, it's hard to get down there, but once you do, you're happy. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Yeah. And it, I mean, even, you know, even with them selling and like the whole GB like company going under, I'm happy that it, it still, still exists. exists. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. The, rice, the rice lock is pretty damn good. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Highwire. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Highwire. <laughs> we have to talk about Highwire at least high once wire. per episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> once again, thank you all so much for coming on Cheers. the pod. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to drinking many more beers with you guys. Yeah, we'll pop in and bring yeah, beers in. Absolutely. Please yeah. do that. We may not say anything. We we'll may just, just, like, we'll just like, run in, yeah, we'll like break in at eight thirty and be like, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" It happens more frequently than you would think right here. Actually, so. One of the fringe benefits. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, and everybody listening. Thank you uh, to everybody on our Patreon. Thanks for your support, and we'll see you guys again next. You week. guys have OnlyFans. What's going on? Basically, it's yeah, the OnlyFans, but it's <laughs> do you get like the branded pencil?